What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Made Varsity. My name is Colby. You can find me on Twitter at Colby Complaints. Nope, not there anymore. I mean, you can. It's, the account's still there. I don't do anything on it. At Writing by Colby. <laughs> David isn't here, so it's your boy, Maverick. You can find me on social media at Heartbreak Double Underscore Kid. I am a new cat owner. You can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman, and you can find Crouton, my cat, on Twitter at Crouton.TheCat. Hashtag cat dad. Did you really already make your cat an Instagram? Yes. I hate it. Sorry. <laughs> Gotta show him off to the world. He's a very a very cute kitty. Um, football's back. We have football to talk about. We good made football. it. Football is it we good football? It. I don't know. <laughs> Browns had a moral victory today, so it is good football. I'm glad one team had a moral victory because the Panthers did not, but we'll get there. Uh, Carolina football. Big win. Cover to spread. Um, great teams cover. Good teams win. Great teams cover. <laughs> Somehow we covered that game. 31 to 6. 31 to 6. It was 7 to 6 during the fourth quarter because, um, of course, it was. I am, I mean, it's, at least they're consistent. Every fourth quarter, we're going to score at least three touchdowns. So, If there is a time to score it, it's in the fourth quarter. True. I mean, last season, our fourth quarter differential was like 120 to 56 or something. And this year, it's what, 24 to nothing? 21 to nothing? 24 to nothing. 24 to nothing. We, yeah. are, we are on pace to have a fourth quarter differential of 264 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, our differential last season was um, 120 to, what was it, 61? Either way, we were, it was a stupid positive ratio. Like well, we were, the, the we number were, is 69. That's how I remember. <laughs> I think it was really interesting to see um, all the storylines, even going back from the spring and all the buildup to this game where for so long it was like, oh, look, UNC is returning 10 or 11 starters. This is going to be probably one of the top three offenses in the country or even a top five offense in the country. But there's some question marks on the defensive line, their overall depth, stuff like that. And then we get to the game, and it's almost like everything flipped on its head. The defense is what actually turned out to be the surprising factor, and then the offense is the one that was uh, kind of sputtered out a little bit, especially towards the beginning. But everything came together towards the end of the game. And I guess it's to be expected in a – when you have a limited uh, practice schedule, given the pandemic, uh, things like that. I actually thought the defensive line played really well. Um, the middle of that defensive line is new, uh, but they both, like everyone who played D-tackle, made an impact at some point in the game. That being said, Syracuse, um, <laughs> their offensive line is not good. Yeah, this is probably going to be the, one of the easiest offensive lines they play. So it's almost it kind of evens out there. Mm-hmm. So still um, seven sacks. That's that's pretty impressive. Right. They did what a good defensive line is is supposed to do to a bad offensive line. Yeah. Uh, it's. I hope we get a repeat of that against Florida State, who we will talk about later. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, and- Offensively, we started out slow, but Sam completed passes to, I believe, nine different players, if I remember correctly. 
something like, like that yeah if you can spread the ball around that well odds are you're going to be performing well um, i don't know exactly who said it but i think some of the start were uh he had two interceptions this game it took him like five or six games last year to even get his first two interceptions mm-hmm. where there's there, all, another thing all the storylines was he's going to be a heisman candidate he's going to be is there going to be more pressure on him and i don't know exactly who said it but someone like he was playing as if he was trying to go for the Heisman in game one. Yeah. And, well, to be fair, one of those interceptions was on a tip pass, right? Yeah, and you can't yeah. blame him for it. The, the longer ball, that was definitely a little bit more on him. And that's I think that's a credit to the system that Syracuse is doing where they have five DBs, if I'm not mistaken. And so it's definitely going to shut down the deep ball, and that is a strength of Carolina's. So they definitely had a more of a short game. and But luckily it was the running game, too, that ultimately – propelled is Javante Williams, my God, still a bulldog, just absolutely barreled through mm-hmm. Syracuse's defensive line. Three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I mean, our analytics king, Phil Longo, um, refused to establish a run in the first <laughs> half. Um, and then in the fourth quarter, you feed Javante the ball, and by golly, look at what happens. He scores three touchdowns. But it wasn't effective. I think he only had 57 yards, but they were effective yards. Yeah. And Michael Carter had 78 yards on seven carries. He also had 60 yards receiving. Yeah, he broke off some big runs. Yeah. He looks so that, really good. That's going to be a really good running attack. Not only do we have, you know, the the down the middle kind of option, but we also have the passing and uh, the receiving and running back option in Michael Carter. And they can mm-hmm. just cycle him out. And getting you get fresh legs basically every down. Yeah, my big concern from this week is special teams. Because <laughs> yeah. we we got a new special teams coordinator this off season, and our special teams looked awful. We, real, real bad. We yeah. had a turnover on a punt. Our punt coverage just was very not great. Barring a boneheaded foul by Syracuse, we gave up a punt, uh, a, a touchdown off of a punt. We lost a touchdown of ourselves mm-hmm. by doing a block in the back. Uh, that is what have scored a touchdown. We there was we also a roughing, a roughing the, the kicker. kicker. Now both of those both of our those There's penalties were done by freshmen. It was I think it was Miles Murphy who was our freshman defensive lineman that made that. Um, and he then, had one of them, and I think um, Tony Grimes had the yeah, block in the back. The so other. that's, I mean, that's a little thing. It's a freshman kind of move, so I, it makes sense. They're they're going to get better. They're both very talented players. I think Miles Murphy still had like two tackles for loss in the game, so he's still. I think he has a lot of promise on the defense line. He's one of our higher rated recruits. Tony Grimes, we've heard nothing but praise about him coming out of high school. He should be a senior in high school right now, and now he's playing Division One football. So that says a lot about him. Mm-hmm. But listen, uh, they played like they hadn't had a lot of practice time together. <laughs> and that makes sense. Like I said, this was this should have been expected. Yeah, but they um, they put together a good win. Mm-hmm. I wonder how it, maybe an exhibition or maybe a close scrimmage with a, a local team would have helped or like could get that kind of the first half jitters out of the way and then be able to have a, a ready-to-go game and see how that would affect things. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think we are definitely lucky that our early season schedule is pretty cupcakey compared to 
some other teams. It's going to allow us to make these kind of mistakes, basically. Yes, exactly. Because really our whole season's trajectory is going towards Notre Dame. Like, obviously there are other games that we need to win, but that's the biggest game of the year for us. Because while we managed to pull this out, scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, we should definitely not let let that be like the consistent factor. Yeah, we have to we score three, four sh- touchdowns every single time. I want to get spread I that you were out say over three, the four, four touchdowns every single quarter. No, 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 no. Spread that out over the course of the four quarters. Yeah, and I think it's. I'm definitely grateful that we have this schedule because like you said we can make those mistakes and a mistake against charlotte is not going to carry the same magnitude as a mistake against notre dame uh speaking of charlotte next week we play charlotte they lost what ended up being a two-score game against appalachian state but they were hanging around until like the five minute mark of the fourth quarter uh, Aaron, like you were talking about, App State was making a bunch of mistakes yesterday. Um, it was letting Charlotte hang around. We are more talented than they are. We have more talent on the field, but that team has loads and loads of energy. I don't know if y'all saw the viral clip of the um, the dude on the sideline before the game just like totally freaking out rolling on the ground. I did see that. I did not see that. Um, but I presume that it's going to be similar to last year, the energy the app brought to the game against us, where they're going to want to like punch big brother Carolina in the mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to need to withstand a bunch of energy early in the game, wait for that to, to wear itself out. And then, um, kind of like this game, wear them out at the end, I think. Mm hmm. But it, again, it should be a win. We should yeah. we should go into the Virginia Tech game in October, three and zero, and that game should be our our first test. Then again, Virginia Tech we have not seen play because of their COVID issues. So, shrug. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But overall, I was very impressed with our game. Uh, I think just a lot of good stats, I think, overall. Defensively, it's um, it's the first time since 2009 we held them like under or two, under 300 yards total for an ACC opponent. Um, we left them score. Uh, ultimately, did not get in the end zone. Just two field goals. That's pretty impressive, too, even for a Syracuse team. Um, so I, I'm really excited to see what the defense does, especially the secondary. Now that we see the defensive line, it is they're competent. And that's that's really what matters. Mm-hmm. And then the offense is going to be the offense. They just got to start clicking. Uh, how much college football did y'all watch yesterday? Because I watched a whole bunch. Literally all I day watched, I was watching football. I watched UTSA versus Texas State. That was a good game. I watched Carolina and I watched Duke. And that was it. I did catch the end of Notre Dame Duke. Did I catch any of those? I watched the fun belt whip up on everybody. <laughs> Good Lord. So, yeah, oh. so we had uh, Coastal Carolina beat Kansas. Or yeah, Kansas, soundly. Or Kansas. Yeah. And then Arkansas State. Arkansas State beat Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fun belt went 
two and zero against the Big Twelve yesterday. Um, Louisiana beat Iowa State yesterday. Raging Cajuns. The Raging Cajuns. In the ACC, Clemson beat down on Wake Forest, and I feel bad because I feel like Wake Forest is at like a solid year every year, and every single year Clemson just embarrasses them, <laughs> and I feel a tiny bit bad. Yeah, that one. It was that was pretty sound. I don't know but, how closely y'all paid attention to the Duke game, but I thought that Ian Book looked very mediocre for Notre Dame. I don't know when Ian Book has ever looked better than mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point, but I feel like going into this season, he was like supposed to be Notre Dame's savior at quarterback, and he was very underwhelming. He was 19 of 31 for 263, which is pretty okay, but he only had one touchdown, and he had a bad interception. Yeah, I, I am generally unimpressed with Ian Book, but I, I agree that – I don't know. Did you have you seen all the stuff Notre Dame is talking about? It's like the ACC should be thankful that we saved their college football season. The ACC what? wouldn't even be playing if we hadn't had so so graciously agreed to join the ACC this year. They should be thankful we're letting them play football. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's so dumb. I mean, I guess they could be playing football against only ACC teams that they would be playing every single game on the road. It's so dumb. Um, but speaking of that game, I thought Chase Bryce looked fine. Like yeah, I thought he looked okay. Like He didn't set the world on fire. But, he was, I mean, he didn't have any touchdowns, but and it, he also didn't have any interceptions, but he was okay. Georgia Tech, Florida State. Um... <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but um, since Nick Weiler hit the field goal against Florida State back in 2015, Florida State had won 14 straight home games before that. Since that game, they are 9-9 at home. That was a good stat by Vip. We broke Florida State. (laughs) Yes, we did. Poor James Blackman doesn't have a chance with that offensive line. They're so bad. So bad. But it, it'll be fun once we, get, once we get to play them. I'm excited to go back down there now. Uh, Oklahoma played a pay-per-view game yesterday. What? Which is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Their game for $55, wasn't it? Yep. $55 to watch them beat up on Missouri State. Uh, Spencer Rattler from QBU, starting quarterback. No, not QBU, QB1, starting quarterback. He's really good. He's um, he, he's good at throwing the ball. Uh, Lincoln Riley does not miss at quarterback. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. It's ridiculous that they've gone so far without having a bad – like, Alabama can't do that. Yeah, but Alabama also plays defense. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, they pitched a shutout yesterday. They did not Against allow Missouri State Missouri score. State. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see how many shutouts they have in Big 12 play. <laughs> Let's quickly talk NBA, and then we'll jump to the NFL. 
the Nuggets pick the best day to absolutely poop to bed. <laughs> or did I say the Nuggets to Clippers? The Clippers blew a big lead to the Nuggets today. Um, I was very gently just, like, score-watching. I turned it on for, like, two minutes. But, um, yeah, not good. Not a good look for the Clippers. I will still say this. If KP doesn't go down and get in with the ejection in game one, I think Dallas would have beat them. I just – what are the Clippers good at besides blowing leads? <laughs> Talking a lot of trash. It's annoying people with Jason Beverly. I can't wait. I really, really want <laughs> the Nuggets to win the series. I feel like that would be hilarious. This is still the Clippers have not made the conference final, or is it they have not? No, because Chris Paul never got there. Yeah, yeah. So they've never made a conference final before. <laughs> so that's still, it's still a completely different team. It's different teams over the years, but it is just kind of a funny coincidence. There's something in the water in their side of the Staples Center, whereas Lakers taking care of business, ended it in five games against the Rockets. And they're now in the Eastern or the Western Conference Finals. And now uh, we got uh, D'Antoni leaving Houston. Oh, yeah, that happened today. They just dropped He's all the news. becoming a free while. agent. <laughs> dropped all the news while we were all mm-hmm. watching football. Um, yeah, he's going to – he's definitely going to Philadelphia, right? Yeah, someone said Chicago, but I don't know why he would go to a younger team. You, I feel like you would need to go to an established team. Kobe I mean, White Philadelphia for, is established. For, but I feel like, like Philadelphia, the way that Philadelphia is built, they have a very low ceiling. Like they're never going to be a true contender with the way the roster is built right now. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, from a bias standpoint, I would definitely like Kobe White to be coached by Mike D'Antoni. But yeah. I don't know if it would work. I would like a Billy Donovan to coach Kobe White. That would be good as well. I would like a Roy Williams to coach Kobe White. Well, he's he did. not in the NBA. Yeah. No, and then I think Sam Cassell, who's the assistant coach for the Clippers, has been in the talks, according to Woj, to, uh, to go to the Houston Rockets. And he played for Houston uh, for a stint in his younger days in his playing career. I think that would work really well. But yeah, I think the 76ers is a – I would think that's a good option for Dan Tony. I think so, yeah. too. I mean, I don't know. I guess I am very bearish on Philadelphia. But, like, I don't think that you're going to win any championships with a team built around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. No, I don't think so either. I think you got to shop one of them, and the one that you get rid of is Ben Simmons. <laughs> And in more important news, I was going to say, too, is that Giannis has unfollowed all of his teammates. Has he really? (laughs) On on social media, because that means something in today's age. (laughs) To be fair, LeBron does that every year. Except this year. True. But that's usually how he gets into playoff mode. So, Speaking of playoff mode... LeBron is playing really, really well. It's fun to watch. 
Uh, they're finally starting to click. Um, I mean, Anthony Davis is probably – I still think he's probably one of the best players that LeBron's ever played aside other than Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade. But the best big man he's ever had. Yes. True. That, you can and, Shaquille, that but Shaquille no... was in his late prime where he wasn't Shaquille, the Shaquille O'Neal that made him Hall Shaq on the Cavs was a sad caricature of Shaq. And that's no shade to Chris Bosh either. No. Yeah. NFL. Mr. Trubisky decided that he was going to embody the spirit of Carolina football and um, suck for the first three quarters and turn on the flamethrower in the fourth quarter. (laughs) (laughs) He threw the game-winning touchdown. He did. And it was beautiful. Was it Anthony Miller? Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely skipped him on Fantasy League. I regret that. Oh, I skipped every single Bears player. I do not trust that offense. As much as I love Mitch, I do not trust that offense for a second. Nope. Not one bit. Uh, the Chiefs and Texans. I feel so bad for Deshaun Watson. He is stuck in football purgatory. <laughs> and I'm so happy about it because that's right there in the AFC South. But, hey, David Johnson, he's back. Yeah, well, I – I, I was very high on David Johnson in fantasy football this year, and a lot of people don't like him. And I read and I've been saying Bill O'Brien's job is on the line. Or Bill O'Brien's job lies in the hands of David Johnson, so he is going to feed David Johnson the ball until he can't walk. I feel like people don't like David Johnson in uh, fantasy because everyone drafted him first that one year and had like a season-ending injury to first game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, since 2016, he hasn't been the same. But he showed flashes of his old self on Thursday night. Meanwhile, the person he got traded for into Arizona, DeAndre Hopkins, absolutely flamed through today. I think he got his career high in catches today. Mm-hmm. The... um. Cardinals are good. <laughs> I, I, am, I am here to say definitively, or I'll put it this way. The NFC West is all very good. All, yes. of, all of those teams are going to contend. Right now, as we're recording, are the, are the Cowboys up one or are the um, – it's at, it's at halftime. Um, the Cowboys the are up one. score is – yeah, the Cowboys are up one at halftime, 14-13. Yeah, the NFC West is going to be super competitive, and I, I mean, I am here for all of the four o'clock red zone. Saints, Bucks, Brady versus Breeze. It looked like a bunch of forty-year-olds playing quarterback today. <laughs> oh wait, it was. Yeah, they looked. Um, they didn't look good <laughs> throwing the ball today. And what Tom Brady had two interceptions today. I'm sure Jameis was sitting over there on that, that sideline, just like, hmm. So, not, so it's not just me that gets interceptions for Tampa Bay. Uh, Bengals Chargers, Joe Burrow, so close to being a hero. So, so close. Um, the Bengals are cursed. But honestly, that game to me feels like this is a big statement, and I hope I don't get old takes exposed on this. It feels like Cam's first game, where Cam set records his first game as a pro, 
but then lost mm-hmm. at the end. I feel like it's a similar situation for the Bengals, and I really hope this works out for them. What happened? Um, what happened in Baltimore today? Um, they canceled that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't think any Browns player showed up. But I mean, that's interesting because really I'm reading here that Lamar Jackson had three um three touchdowns. I don't think there's much to say. I mean, our offense was just not good. Our Jarvis got me some good points. Yeah, Jarvis was okay, but didn't run the ball effectively. Odell was not good. Baker was not good. We're just getting warmed up. Don't you worry. 15-1 and one starts next week. It starts on Thursday night. My bold prediction that I put out on Twitter today actually happened. The Jags beat the Colts um, with a good game for Gartner Minshew. I, I was going to say that Gart- I said Gartner Minshew is going to have a big game. He didn't have a big game. He was 19 of 20 throwing the ball um, and only had 173 yards. So do with that what you will. Um, I like it. The the bottom team of the AFC South beat the projected top team, which I like. So it's just going to make the conference standing that much more complicated. And uh, at the end of that game, Phillip Rivers had two minutes um, and had to drive down the field to score a touchdown. (laughs) Sounds familiar. Um, Washington, the, the football team, as, <laughs> as um, my boy Hanson kept calling it on red zone, uh, gave the Eagles an L. Um, good for Ron. I feel I'm glad for Ron Rivera that he found success in his first game. Apparently, he was getting like an IV at halftime um, as part of his treatment, which is like extreme. But yeah, good. Good for Ron Rivera. Washington beat the Eagles. Cam Newton's back. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. For he looked him. really good. He did look really good. Um, he came in um, dressed like he was about to go to church to watch Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight do their verses tonight. <laughs> um, but he played like Cam Newton and. I'm happy he's on the field again. Mm-hmm. Two rushing touchdowns. He's played really well. I mean, and that kind of a team, like, it, it, I was, went to go hating, like, the Patriots, and it's so weird because it's Tom Brady-less now, so the hate's just not there anymore. Oh, mm-hmm. but I felt that I, I hate – like, I've never felt anything towards the Bucks, and when they played today, I was like, do I do I want the Saints to, <laughs> to win this game? Um so maybe it's Brady. I don't know. Speaking I think it's probably part Brady, part Belichick. Probably. It's some combination of the two. Brady the... is Darth Vader. Belichick is Palpatine. Speaking of Darth Vader, did you see that the Raiders are going to call their stadium the Death Star? What? Do you know what happens to the Death Star? <laughs> it's blown up twice. Three times, pretty much. So they're saying that it's so they're saying they're gonna blow up a planet, i.e. win the Super Bowl. And then they are going to get their state their stadium's going to explode twice. 
then they're gonna win the Super Bowl again, and then their state, the whole city's gonna get blown up. Pretty much is what you're uh, saying. <laughs> <sighs> um, Josh Allen, Hive, where are you? Uh, Bills. Uh, I think it was a good win against the the Jets. The Jets aren't good. The Jets are bad. But Josh Allen three for two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, he's – every week he's proving me wrong for what I said about him before the draft three years ago when I said he would be a really good football player if he was good at football because he's looked good. I feel like you just need to – he's not a Brady, he's a Cam. Run him. Use his athleticism. If you do that, he'll be – he can be a serviceable quarterback in the league. Yeah, I, you, yeah, you need to use his running ability and you need to use his cannon of an arm. Like, you shouldn't want him to pick apart defenses. No, because he can't. <laughs> you need him to, yeah. <laughs> you need to scheme so that the defense either stacks the box and you go over top of them or they guard it deep and you run it up their throat. The I don't think there's anything remarkable to say about the Seahawks and Falcons. Seahawks won. Again, the NFC West is really good. Uh, Panthers, Raiders. <laughs> I hate this team so much. I can't stand them. They're the worst. I already don't like Matt Rule. I was going to give him like a, we'll, we'll see what happens, and now I don't like him. <laughs> um. I don't know if y'all saw the end of that game, but it was fourth and very – it was fourth in the yard. We needed to convert it to keep the drive going to drive down the field and score. Um, earlier in the game, we had another fourth and one. We handed it off to the fullback. Now, fourth quarter, Christian McCaffrey's playing super well. He's running all over him. What do we do when the game's on the line? Give the ball to the the fullback again. (laughs) Literally the same play. When asked about it, he said, Rule said they only needed half a yard, and that play had been successful earlier in the game. And I'm like, dude, this isn't college anymore. Defenses learn. Like, it's it's stuff like that. And then someone asked, asked him why he didn't put the ball in Christian McCaffrey's hand. He said, "That's something I'll have to. That's something that I'll have to think about walking away from this." Excuse me. <laughs> you have the best player in football, and you're not putting the ball in his hands. And you don't time. have a good reason for why you didn't. Yeah. I mean, all things considered, I, I think Teddy did a really good job. I, it's not; they're not bad. I just think it, it still comes down to these crucial moments where there are a lot of missed opportunities no yeah it's, it's, it's gonna be a bunch of missed opportunities good lord um no T- teddy played teddy played well he didn't turn the ball over he had a couple pretty deep balls um the defense is just so young um they have a lot of learning to do um they have some like discipline prop not like acting out discipline problems like Staying home on the edge, not getting, um, not giving away coverages, like that sort of thing that they need to become professionals at. Um, 
But if we can, we're going to be able to outscore some teams, but it's going to be this every game. It's going to be games in the 30s and 40s because we can't stop anybody, but our offense is really good. Mm-hmm. All right. Just Eight. have to wait till tomorrow to see what the Titans do. So, yeah, uh, tomorrow the Titans. Who are y'all playing? Denver. Don't really play well in the Mile High City. I don't know if it's the the, the thin air. I don't know what it does, but we, we we struggle up there. We'll see if Derrick Henry can run down that mountain and down the throats <laughs> of the Denver defense. They are without Von Miller. I hope he gets well with his recovery. He tore his eight, or it's Achilles. It's basically him and just Bradley Chubb. Just going back and forth with getting injured to start the year. I hate it for him because that that defense with both of them is very terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then, but they do have Melvin Gordon. Uh, we got their old quarterback Trevor Simeon as our backup now. When well, he's now in our practice squad now, he's still in the league. <laughs> practice squad, I think. <laughs> I think we actually cut him. But good for Trevor Simeon. Still getting played, paid to play it, football. And is it Drew Locke? Yeah, he's their quarterback. Yeah. And then the Steelers and the Giants play tomorrow. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is back. That's all I have to say about that game. Pittsburgh's favorite guy, <laughs> six points. I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh's probably going to be a significantly better offense this year with Ben back, but he is also, like Tom Brady and like Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and Phil Rivers, Getting up there in age. Yeah. Have you noticed there's like a gap in good quarterbacks? There's like them, and then there's like a kind of a gap, and then like Russell Wilson, and then like a gap, and then there's uh, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. Baker Mayfield. Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. (laughs) No, yeah, I mean, I think it's – that there, that just that whole generation. They all were on the same team forever, and they were all above average forever. It was like them, Eli. I mean, Peyton's a little older, but I still include him mentally in that generation. Yeah, like th- they were the quarterbacks that defined our childhood. Anything else from the sports weekend? I think we got it all. I think that's everything. Yeah, I think so. Just kind of a get in, get out. Oh, yeah, David's not here. (laughs) 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 We should probably address that at the end of the podcast. I I briefly mentioned it. I was like, David's not here, so it's my turn at the very beginning, but... Definitely did just smoothed right over it. Yeah, we did. We just <laughs> flew right through that. Um, yeah, he's playing um, Dungeons and Dragons without us. So, anything goes. Oh, I... One of the three of us has non-sports news, and it is not me getting a cat. Oh, me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I I have a finance now. <laughs> That's a good way to put you it. Name the ring. <laughs> yeah, I guess I have been. Um, if you don't follow me on on Instagram, yeah, I'm in. I'm engaged. We have two engaged boys. 
Yep, it's down to me and Aaron, the wild stallions just riding free. I just got a cat, so I'm shacked up now. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I've got to boot back on the, uh, the eHarmony account that I made in the first episode. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess, like, wrapping up things. I started playing the Avengers game once I get Ooh, How is it? Um, it's fun playing right now. Like, the two people you start out with are um, Kamala Khan and hulk and hulk is super fun you kind of have to learn how to be a tank but once you learn how to use him he's super fun to play as um kamala i'm still getting used to but um yeah it's a fun game i enjoy it would you recommend it for someone who doesn't watch superhero movies yeah okay maybe i'll get it eventually i don't know my next video game that i'm gonna get I'm going to hold off on getting it until my birthday, uh, is Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Um, I'm so excited for it. I know neither of you all have a Switch, so you don't like keep up with Mario, but it's Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy, Ooh. all in HD on the Switch. That's fun. Okay. Yeah, so I'm extremely excited for that. And then in March, they're coming out with 3D World uh, for the Switch, which will also be excellent, I am sure. Nice. Nintendo loves dipping in on that nostalgia, but like it works every time. All right. Is it time to get out of here? Guess so. Well, thank you all to listening to this kind of thrown together podcast. We'll talk to you all later.